the Lord, everybody. Cheryl Boggs Ministries presents Resting in His Word with Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. Psalm 91 and 1 says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. This is truly the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this program. I pray, God, that people that are listening and that are logged on, God, that they will receive a word from you. I thank you for an uplifting, inspiring, encouraging program on today. And I just thank you for it in Jesus' name. I'm Cheryl Boggs, and you're listening to Resting in His Word. I'm so glad that you've joined me today. So go ahead, call, text, or email a friend. Let them know that Resting in His Word is on the air, and they'll be so glad that you did. that you let them know that the Cheryl Boggs show, ooh, look at me rhyming, is on the air. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Well, it's a B-E-A, beautiful day here in the Dallas, Texas, surrounding areas, Bedford, Texas. Listen, it got quite chilly here, to, here today last night but you know what i always say the s-o-n which is jesus christ is always shining so it doesn't matter what's going on on the outside it's what's going on on the inside and you've got jesus christ on the inside the s-o-n is always shining well, I'm Evangelist Cheryl Boggs, and I'm going to be your Bible encourager, along with some good friends, and we are going to get your Monday started off right. I know Mondays can be really busy at work, so just sit back, relax, and enjoy the word of the Lord. And just in just a little bit, Lady Evelyn J is going to be joining with her Empowered Enjoyed segment. And then we will take a walk in the word with Elder Brett Guilford. And then don't go anywhere because Cheryl Thomas is going to be joining me. And she wears a lot of different hats. And uh, what she has in store for us, becoming engaged, not what you think, but going on with your life. Um, it's, listen, grab your single friends, your married friends, the widow, well, listen, grab everybody and tell them to join me in the second hour. All right, so, hey, Andrew, Andrew Fry joining. How are you? All right, well, I already told you it's a BEA beautiful day, right? Right. All right. Well, we're going to let Evelyn, uh, Evelyn J, Lady Evelyn, go ahead and share with us her Empowered Enjoy segment. Well, thank you. And welcome back, everyone, to the Empowered Enjoy segment. I am your host, Lady Evelyn J. I have been sitting here before the show, come on, talking to my son about the Word of God. And I almost say, hey, uh, 
Reverend Johnson, you come on and teach tonight. <laughs> but we were talking about uh, Noah and Moses, and he was saying some things while he was sitting there talking about God instructs people to go to the next level and how they have to get to it. There is a process. And I told him, I said, well, thank you. You're changing what I was going to talk about tonight. So I, there is a process. And so that's what I'm going to talk about. I, I, he's not going to come on tonight, but I sure wanted him to because we had a great dialogue going and talking about what really the purpose of uh, ministering to the word, uh, ministering the word of God to people. We are supposed to be the witnesses for God. We are supposed to be doing uh, his business until he come. He said, occupy until I come. And so we are his uh, handlers of the word. And so we're encouragers. We are, uh, uh, we give our testimonies to enlighten everyone that listened to us to, uh, on this platform. And I'm so thankful for you all. So here we are again, another Monday evening. And between last week and this week, tragedy has happened. Um, there was a woman that went missing here for about two weeks in Dallas. And I'm going to get back to my subject. Um, she was found in a shallow grave. And that just troubled me all last week when they indicated they found her body at a shallow grave because she was a single woman and dating this guy that was under a fictitious name, come to find out his true name, and then to find out this guy was married. And for that woman to lose her life, I don't know how or what led up the chain of uh, reactions. Don't know what led up to that point where she was killed, but she's no longer here. And it really got to me because I said she came into the new year. She was celebrating the new year, happy and excited. And then she didn't even get to live out the new year. So really, <laughs> we got to really put some prayer in and I encourage our single peoples. I just heard my sister said, some, uh, my uh, host talk about who's coming on later. But we have to put in prayer for our single people because even married people, we have, we don't know. Uh, people are coming in all disguises, in wolf clothing, posing as sheets, but in wolf clothing. So I'm just sending out a message and prayer to all our single people that are looking for a companion. Pray and wait on God. That was something my mother told me when I was in my single days. Wait on God. <laughs> so I just wanted to share that. And then we had a mass killing. So I want to send out prayers, first of all, to that young lady's mother um, and also to the people uh, that died up in uh, um, Monterey, California, I believe. Uh, just senseless killing. People are just doing senseless things. And you know we are living in the last days, okay? Because <laughs> God said, when we see these things, to get closer to him. So I just wanted to just say that for the moment. But I'm so glad we're back here this Monday evening just to talk about God's goodness and what he has done for us. Uh, my son was talking about uh, Moses again. I'm going back to what we were talking about before the show came on. We were talking about the, the, the what Moses' assignment was. We all here on earth get assignments. And Moses' assignment was, it was to go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. The Israelites were in bondage. And it's so ironic because I, I, I love historical 
uh, shows that comes on. And I don't know if this was a National Geographic program that I was watching on last week, but they were talking about all the different pyramids that were built and you know, they were looking at the the wonders and the odds on how it was configured and how it was done. And I just sat there, something just fell in my spirit. I said, you got to thank the children of Israel. They were the ones that were putting in all the labor because, you know, Pharaoh's pyramid is not standing because he got wiped away in the Red Sea. <laughs> OK, but I looked at the marvelous works of the people that created the pyramids over in Egypt. I haven't seen them personally. I only seen them on my husband's pictures when he served time uh, in the military over there. I only saw the pyramids in that fashion, never seen them in real life. And it was so ironic this show come on and it, it triggered something in me thinking about who really built those pyramids. And I thought about the children of Israel were, were there under bondage and slavery and they were building things for the pharaohs and all of that. And what is left is what is left. The evidence is always something left behind. And then my, my son was talking about Noah. You know, when we, um, we don't hear this in the church much anymore about Noah and um, we talk about Moses a lot, but we don't, we don't talk about Noah the times of Noah, what his assignment was. Can you imagine God coming and telling Moses, I mean, telling Noah what type of structure to build? And then when he started building it, all the people were like, is this dude that lost his mind? Do you understand the pressure sometime when we are, when we say we're going to be witnesses for God or we're going to serve the Lord, what God would give us an assignment that seems so tough that you, you're like, okay, uh, should I give this up? And I, I just think about how Noah was constantly building this art, constantly building. Uh, he, got the, he got the instructions from God. God ordered his steps on how to build it. He gave him the strategies. He told him what type of wood to get and how many things to take in, two by two, male and female, to take into this ark. And you know, I guess Moses, I mean, uh, Noah was probably wondering, okay, once I build this thing, once I build this ark, then what? How am I going to shut the door? But the finger of God shut the door. And Moses, and his assignment was to see how many people he can bring into the ark. And he went and he witnessed and people would come by and probably laugh at him. And boy, did y'all go, hey, they probably set up uh, what they do at the football games, tailgate parties. They probably set up a tailgate party just to watch Noah build this ark. But there was a, there was a loss to many because when the rain started, they knew we're in trouble. If we were not behind that sealed door on that ark, and we were the ones left behind, we're in trouble. <laughs> Once the door closed, so any assignment God give us, we have to think about it. I, I really thank God my son just came in here to talk about that because it bought it, bought it back to me what, what truly, what living for God and being a witness for God is really all about. It's witnessing to other people. We have to deliver our testimony or share the word. And he said, lift me up and then I will do all the drawing unto me. 
And, and it's so powerful because there's so many people still out in darkness that need a direction. They need the light of the word of God to be shown to them on a daily basis. You know, we're living in times where people don't even care what they say to each other. Uh, another incident, a young man was at, uh, a couple of teenagers was at um, uh, Whataburger, another killing. It's just senseless. There's bloodshed everywhere. And the bloodshed that is shed, it still cries up from the ground. It is so sad. People are ruining their lives just for what? One man takes his wife out, kill the wife. Nobody knows where her body is at. But what was the purpose of him killing her? For the wealth of the world? Sad. So there's a lot of work for ministers, people like myself as an encourager, Bible encourager. There's a lot of work to be done. And I remember when ministers would say, we are going out to witness in the streets and we're going to go door to door. We used to do that in Oklahoma City. We, we got a witness team and we went out through the, through the highways and the byways, witnessing and challenging people about the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We have so many. Uh, one reason we did it because we didn't have a, a cell phone. <laughs> so we got out, got up physically and went to the streets and started compelling people. Hey, if you don't have, if you don't know the Lord here, let me tell you a little bit about him. When we started doing that, the church started growing, you know, uh, uh, people started just coming by. Hey, you came by my house and I just wanted to come and see what you guys were doing. We had a lot of great things going on at the house of God. And we can't get so comfortable in the building that we forget Everybody in the building is hearing the word, but there's still a lot. He said, the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. We're in the harvest season now, and we need some laborers that don't mind speaking on the true word of God. And we are losing that. We are losing it. We have so many ministers. Many are called. The Bible said many are called. But a few are chosen. That few are the ones that's going to stand up and tell the true living word of God and tell them how to come to Christ, how to direct them to Christ. The few are going to be the ones that are persecuted. Oh, what is he doing or what is she doing? That's the ones that's going to be persecuted. And it's, it's not the, the crowd that's going to be persecuted. It's going to be that few that's still standing on God's word. And we have to gird our lawns, put on the whole armor of God to withstand the snares of Satan because they're going to come. It's going to be many and they are going to come. I tell you what, it put it put me in a different perspective before I came on the show. I already was geared up to talk about something else. But when he came here and dropped that message in my spirit, it's it's about we used to sing a song and it's in the Bible about cry loud and spare not. We have to be in a position as Bible encouragers, as witnesses for God to cry loud, spare not. Because it is getting, you know, closer and closer. The things I see, 
I used to hear my mom and dad talk about, you know, the end times and it seemed so far off. I'm like, why are they talking about the end times? I didn't understand it. As a child, you don't, you know, but when I put away childish things and I started understanding truly what the word of God stand for, it makes you uh, humble yourself and pay attention because the fear of the Lord just having the fear of the Lord is what he wants. Not to have fear in the spirit, but to have the fear of God with trembling because he's a great and mighty, powerful God. And the things that God, he has had mercy. Uh, me and my friend were talking about, um, we were talking about how merciful God has been with us as a people. Every day he sees all the evil and he sees all the good that we do every single day. And he manages to wake us all up in a new day. And that's something to be thankful for. And I, I just pray, I, I, I see so many rising up. So many young ministers are rising up because our seasoned ministers are going on to glory. A lot of our seasoned pastors that we grew up under and um, grew up under the word and all of that, uh, they didn't hold back on the word. You know, sometimes it seems as though we're living in a sanitized religion because a lot is not being teach, or not, uh, I'm sorry, taught. A lot is not being taught of the word of God because maybe some ministers are afraid. I got a crowd here. <laughs> I don't want to lose my crowd. But we, in order to stand for God, you got to speak on the true word of God. You got to deliver the message to them because you are the uh, watchman. Preachers are the watchmen, and it's their responsibility to teach their flock. You are the shepherd of the flock that God has put you over, and you have to preach the word in season and out of season. I tell you what, <laughs> um, when my son was talking about uh, um, how God has ordered the steps of Moses and had ordered the steps of Noah, and what they had to go through in order to uh, fulfill the commandment of God, that was strong obedience in order to follow what God said do. You know, Moses had to go up into the mountain to talk to God. And then God had, Moses wanted to see God, but God said, no man that looks upon me will live. And God gave him a portion of him, a glimpse of God. Moses saw a glimpse of God, but if he got the full view of God, he would have went out. That's how powerful. We have a powerful God, and we cannot no longer take granted of who we serve because he's omnipotent. He said, our God said, I am that I am. He said, I am a wheel. I love this one. I am a wheel in the middle of a wheel. <laughs> Who could be a, a wheel in the middle of a wheel? Nothing but our powerful God. He created this world. It was void. It was nothing. We serve a mighty God. This world was void until he came 
in Genesis and spoke it into existence. He spoke the stars into the sky. He, he spoke the elements night and then day. He spoke the oceans. He put all the, uh, 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 he put all the animals in the ocean. As I went on my cruise about two, three weeks ago, and as I was cruising on that water, I didn't see anything that the sea held underneath at all on the cruise. But I knew there was something under that water. I knew because I'd seen pictures of those animals, all sorts of creatures that lived under the sea. And then when I, when I see those miraculous things that this mighty God created, and we sometimes take advantage, we need to be falling on our face every day. Every day he wakes us up. <laughs> it gave me a new revelation to life because we have a powerful God. As we sailed on that water, we didn't see nothing but water. And then over in the night, we may have seen a ship passing in the night as we were traveling to our destination. I said, what a mighty powerful God to give man the intelligence to create this boat, this ship that we're sailing on across this ocean. Powerful. I mean, even when I was on my vacation, I was thinking about the mighty works of God and all that he has done and all the things that he, he gave man to see. It's miraculous how he is. And I wanna thank God too on yesterday was January the 22nd, five years ago, he blessed me to rise up off, off the sick bed from a stroke. So I want to just thank God for that. I had been feeling kind of ill for these last three weeks. And I thought, oh God, it's coming up on my anniversary. And I said, oh Lord, please don't let me be trying to head into another stroke, you know, because my body was just, I was just sick. And and it was just, my body was just in an unnormal state. I don't know what it was. I had, you know, head congestion and all of that. And I was like feeling horrible, physically feeling horrible. And every day I woke up, I said, oh, thank you, Jesus. Because I didn't know. <laughs> the way I was feeling, I was like, okay, Sister Evelyn, I don't know if you're going to see the next day. But God blessed me. He healed me. And I'm so thankful. And then when I um, listened to the weather and realized most of what I was experiencing was the mountain cedar pollen and the uh, fungus was high. So it was a lot of my allergies that I was experiencing. But it, this time, it was totally <laughs> a totally different experience. And it frightened me there for a minute. I was like, okay, God, all right, okay. Is Sister Evelyn's journey about to end? <laughs> That's the way I felt. I felt so bad, but I kept pressing my way. I kept pressing my way to church. I kept pressing my way to fall on my knees at night and pray. And that's how really sick I felt physically. But God blessed me. He healed me. So we serve a mighty God. Don't ever forget that. Don't ever take for granted that God... Um, it's not seeing us because he is. He knows our thoughts before we even know our thoughts. He knows what we're going to speak before we even speak. And I just praise God because he is powerful. 
And I thank God he gave me another day that I could come and share with you all tonight about the goodness of God. Go back. I didn't read anything from Noah and I didn't read anything from Moses, but I wanted to talk about what they were doing. They were saving people. Moses' assignment was to get the children of Israel out of bondage to freedom. And Noah was trying to save the folks because God's heart was grieved with how the people were living in Noah's time. And I'm sure he said that that time will repeat itself. And I believe we are in that time, in that season. So it was water before, <laughs> and he said, it'll be fire next time. So get closer to God, pull out your word of God, read it daily, meditate on him day and night, and always know that God is still in charge. So join us next Monday evening. Uh, empowered and joy. I'm your host, Lady Evelyn J, and God bless. Beautiful people, this is Major Mr. This is why I love you. And we're rocking with Cheryl Boggs. Resting in, resting in his word. Hey, y'all, what's going on? It's Devon Franklin. You're listening to Cheryl Boggs, Resting in His Word. That's the only place you need to be. Stay right here. Don't turn. God bless you. What's up? It's your man Montel Jordan, and this is how we do it. You listen to my girl Cheryl Boggs, and we're resting in his word. Hi, this is Jay Jerome. This is Jay Jerome, and you're listening to Resting in His Word with Cheryl Boggs. Resting in His Word with Cheryl Boggs. Hi, this is Pastor Marvin Winans, and you're listening to the Cheryl Boggs Show. Enjoy.
Thank you, Jesus, for life. Thank you for letting me see another day. Thank you for your goodness, your mercy, and your loving kindness. I thank you is available on all digital platforms. Wherever you download your music, you can get that and and get that song and play it. And definitely on those days when you feel like you don't have nothing to be thankful for. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul, your soul can cry out. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me for all that you've done. Well, I'm Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. You're listening to The Cheryl Boggs Show, resting in his word, heard live every Monday, beginning at 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern. Well, uh, let me see what time it is. It's time for us to take a walk in the word with Elder Brett Guilford. <laughs> Hello, Elder Brett. Hey, Elder Cheryl. You know what? I was looking at my watch. I'm like, well, what time is it? It's time to take a walk in the word. Word, man. I'm telling you, it's time to take a walk in the word. And it is a beautiful day to take a walk in the word. You know, I was, um, it really is, man. You know, it's like, because because it, it's like just everything is just like I feel like a kid on Christmas Eve because of what God is doing you know in my life you know I I just I'm just excited about what He's doing and it's just like and and then listening to Evelyn and, and what she was saying and you know what if, if you if you think about it we are modern day Moses and Noahs as as far as saving people and bringing people to God. Right. You know, and that's what we're doing. You know, Matthew 28 tells us that we should go into all the world. And I was sitting there thinking about that. And I was like, wow, that's what we're doing. And we, and we do, you know, we do that here every Monday. But then even in outside of outside this program, everything that we're doing is yeah. leading people to God. You know, and the only way to get to God is through Jesus Christ. So, you know, we're doing the work, man. And, and she was she was just, she was spot on. I was like, wow. Evelyn is man. She is just a, a mean, lean, mean preaching machine. <laughs> she is, man. But but she was right on point, and that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. We're, we're taking the guy's word, like he said, go into the world, and that's what we're doing. You know, um, I did a message a few weeks ago about um, salt and light, and how you know we're salt of the earth and we're light of the world, and salt changes the flavor of things, it changes the taste of things. And that's what we do. That's what we should be doing with everyone that we meet. We should be changing the the atmosphere, you know, right. and shining light in the darkness. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, you know, that's that's what we're doing. Man, we're salt and light. We're the salt that's coming out of the salt shaker, Cheryl. Okay, <laughs> we're coming out of the salt shaker. <laughs> because when we enter a room, when we enter conversations, we're bringing that light. We're bringing. Uh, we're bringing Jesus, we're being his hands and his feet and letting mm -hmm. people know, mm -hmm. you know, there's hope. There's, there's definitely hope, yes. even though the world is kind of crazy and chaotic. Mm -hmm. But he said that if we keep our minds stayed on him, he keep yeah. us in. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. You, you're right. <clears throat> and and because of the chaos and stuff that's going on, well, you know how um, Philippians talks about that don't be anxious for anything, but prayer and supplication with me and, and, and the peace of God will pass all understanding. 
it'll right. really, it'll act like an umpire in our hearts. Mm-hmm. And so we, because of, of our relationship with God and because we get into the word and we're doing, and here we go, because we're resting in his word and we're walking in his word and we're empowered in joy, we can have that peace that passed mm-hmm. all the time. So when people say, you know, well, why don't you been out of shape? I got a covenant with God. I know I read his word, you know, and his word says that I'm going to be okay. You know, so I'm not sweating it because, he, you know, and, and all of this stuff going on, the political stuff, all the madness that's going on there. He told us in, in First Timothy chapter two, pray for him. <laughs> if you pray for him, you'll live a, you, you will live a quiet and peaceful life and all God is in honesty. So if you pray for him, there's no need to get upset and worried about what they're doing in Washington or in Austin, wherever your capital is, because mm-hmm. God's got you, man. He's got you. If you do what he says according to his word. If you're doing yeah. that, if you pray for him, you're going to be okay because he got this. He got this. He does. And um, I was talking to, um, I guess we were Sunday with the men's thing on Sunday morning. And, and we were talking about it. And I, and I said, you know, that God has the king's hand in his, in his heart, in his hand. He turns it like water, goes wherever he wants to go. So uh, everything that's happening right now, even if God allows it, um, it's all part of his plan. Is all part of his plan. I mean, because he's allowing it. His prophecy has to come to pass. It has to come to pass. And so the only nation against nation, nations rising against nation, ethnic race against ethnic race is raising up. And you can see that, you know, kingdom against kingdom. I mean, fam, all this stuff is happening, man. But and it's not all good, but it's part of the prophecy that this stuff has to come to pass. So he said, don't worry about it. Let not your heart be troubled. I got this. It's amazing. People people are choosing and the choices that they're making has the consequence. Mm-hmm. And the consequence is innocent people are are being killed because somebody decided to make a decision that they were going to listen to the evil instead of the good. And a lot of a lot of this stuff could definitely be, you know, avoided. Mm-hmm. And I I think, and this is what I'm thinking today, is that we just included in our prayers that we pray for those in authority, we pray for the minds of human beings. You know, that there has to be something on, something has to turn in the minds of our fellow man, fellow women, you know, uh, humans to say, I'm going to choose good. I'm not going to choose evil. And, you know, I think, and I think I'm going to start targeting my prayer to the mind and the mindset Mm. of people. Because there's no there there's no need mm-hmm. for random shootings. There's no need for that. Mm-hmm. Yet it keeps happening. Yeah, yeah. So that's a mental thing. That's mm-hmm. something that I think we should add. You know, mm-hmm. to when we pray for our leaders, let's pray for the mind and the mindset. Because we know that if yeah. we keep our mind stayed on Him, He would keep mm-hmm. the Lord will keep us in perfect peace. 
-hmm. But he also said that we had to renew our minds. Yes. So when those thoughts come that says, I'm just going to kill everybody and I'm just going to kill myself. You know, we have to counteract those thoughts mm -hmm. in the minds of people. And we have the authority to do that through prayer in Jesus name. Yep. And, you know, and, and you're making a very valid point. And the reason why uh, it's proliferates, I guess is the word. Is because everybody's everybody not everybody's doing it because it's 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 such a common occurrence that everybody's hearing it. So the seed is getting planted. Yeah, the seed is getting planted. You know what? I'll show you. <laughs> you know, I'll show you. And 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 when the enemy plants that seed, you know, uh, and 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 the seed gets planted by the, by the news media, whatever it is, and then the enemy will come in and he'll just water that seed because something will go wrong. And they'll start to think, you know, one thing leads to another. And they say, you know, somebody didn't grab a gun. He went and shot and killed 10 people, you know, and, right. and it doesn't have to be that way. You mm -hmm. know, it doesn't have to be that way. You know, and that's the only the only reason that I can figure. And I'm not the smartest person in the bunch. But Are you a pretty sharp knife in the drawer? The only reason I can figure mm -hmm. that someone would just wake up one morning and go, I'm going to just shoot randomly at people. I'm just, you know, I'm going to go in the grocery store where people's mothers and grandmothers are just trying to get some bread and I'm just going to shoot. Mm -hmm. You know, there has, there, there, there has to be something that clicks, you know, or that goes off in their mind. And there has to be, you know, I'm thinking it's that hopelessness that says things aren't going to change. Mm -hmm. And, you know, hatred. Yeah. So as we continue to share the love of Jesus Christ and to share like you all, you know, like like you're saying that, you know, God's got us when you know that you're not walking this thing alone. Yes, that's it. When you know, yeah, when you know that there is hope beyond the scope of, of human limitation. Mm -hmm. I didn't make that up. I took that from somebody. <laughs> I heard it. But the, you know, you you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's let's pray for the minds of 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 our of our fellow man. I guess mm -hmm. you can't say fellow man anymore, but you know what I mean. Yeah, human beings. Mm -hmm. Because because you know, and, and, and elder, because they're being influenced. People are being influenced. You know, that's the word. Is they're being influenced by all of this stuff. And so the only thing that it can counter, like you're saying, is we have to pray. We have to pray for him. And when the Holy Spirit um, quickens quickens you to praise, just start praying. And you don't know who, you don't know why, but to just pray. You know, he's asking, God is asking for uh, permission to get involved in the earth. But he can only do it when we ask, if, if, he's, if he's asked. So that's why we do what we do um, yeah. as believers. You know, we get into we get into that and, 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 we, and we and we pray. We pray. And, and it's and it's so powerful. It seems like such a small thing, mm -hmm. but it is the most powerful thing that we can do. Yeah, it is because um, I was saying to the Lord the other day, I said, you are all we have. Mm -hmm. And prayer. Is all we have. Yeah. And if you don't talking about God, don't intervene, mm -hmm. then we are in a trouble. Yeah. So that's how I was talking. That that man, I pray. I'm like, Lord, 
<laughs> we, we need you. We need we need yes. you. And then we, you know, we we have to just uh, continue to pray and and speak the love of God and saying, you know what, mm-hmm. you don't have to listen to that that voice that says go shoot up somebody. You don't no. have to yeah. listen to that voice that says it's not going to get any better. Go jump off of a building. Mm-hmm. You know, we come here every week telling you that there's yeah. hope, and you don't you don't have to. I don't mm-hmm. care what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And granted, I'm not saying we are not saying that mm-hmm. things don't look crazy and things don't look bad. We we're seeing the same thing you're seeing, mm-hmm. but we're saying that there's a God that cares. There's yes. a God that loves you, and there's a God that can make a difference if you just let it. And and see, and God can counteract all this nonsense that's going on if we as believers do what He told us to do. Mm-hmm. And all we have to do is just follow the. Follow, follow his plan because he's got a plan. If we follow his plan, yeah. do what he says to do, you know, we yeah. can make we can make a dent. You know, mm-hmm. we can make a dent. And that's that's the thing. We can make a dent because we can it, like the same, um, you know, we can if we can each if each one of us reach one, you know, yeah. we can just reach one person. Then we and then that person, if that person tries to reach one person, you know, so we can we can we can make a dent. You know, we're not going to be able to wipe it out and, and start all over again, but we can make a dent in people's lives. Yeah. And, so, and that's, the, that's the key is that, like, um, I know, um, I remember I heard Bishop Jake say when he moved here to Texas, um, all the pastors and stuff were worried about him. They're going to take members of his congregation. He said, what am I going to do with all the people? <laughs> you know, <laughs> he right. said, hey, what am I going to do with all the people? You know, but he said, all I want to do is just hold down my corner. Hold down my corner. And that's, and that's what we have to do. And that's, you know, and, and knowing that there's a God that cares and there's a God, you know, it's not like you're asking someone for something they can't do. Right. 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 Because, because he is omnipotent. He's omniscient and he can do all things. He can do everything. And it's already been done. All we have yeah. to do is, is bring it from the spiritual into the natural. You know, amen. That's all we got to do. We got to do. All we have to do is do our part, bring it in here, and like, mm-hmm. like we we're talking about, just continue to, to reach people, and, right. and in spite of all opposition, and of all because we're gonna meet with some opposition. It's just you know, because the enemy not just gonna let us just walk in here and just say, okay. <laughs> I'm, I got good news for you, and I got good news for you. You know, like Oprah said, you can have a car, you can have a car. You know, I, I got good news for you, and yeah, and everything's gonna be just peachy, and you know, it's not gonna be like that. But I can tell you about a guy that'll help you get through some of that stuff. Exactly, exactly, you know? and that's and that's the difference, and that's really what the gospel is: inviting mm-hmm. people. Not to our cliques, not to to yeah. just to churches, not to yeah. you know whatever you know you know to our to hear a motivational speech. Yes, no. we are mm-hmm. to present the gospel of Jesus Christ that says, "Hey, you yeah. are loved, and with His loving kindness, He will draw you. Mm-hmm. No matter where you are, you can feel the tug of the Lord." I yes. mean, he's going to always be there until 
the breath leaves, Mm -hmm. you know, our bodies. He's going to always be saying, choose life. I set before you life and death. I set before you uh, blessings and cursing. Blessing and cursing. You know, choose the blessing. Choose Mm -hmm. life. Yes. You know, and I remember um, Pastor uh, Hannah was preaching a message and Mm -hmm. he just, he was just pleading with people, you know, to get right, to get to know who God is. Jesus, like, and 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 it was, it's it's not funny, but it'll sound funny. Mm-hmm. And he would always be like, "Please, please." I mean, like he was pleading, you know, with with the people mm-hmm. to, you know, to not give up, to to, you know, get that one on one relationship with the Lord, and. That's, that's, I don't want to use the word survival, mm-hmm. but that's survival. That's yeah. how, you, that's how you survive. Watch this. I can't spell it, but I can say it. The resistitude of life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and, 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 that, and, and that's the only way is, is through the relationship with God, through, yeah. with Jesus. The only yeah. way. And, and, and I tell people that, uh, being saved and accepting Jesus is more than just fire insurance. Okay, there's such a good life right here on earth, man, that you can have and enjoy this life here and then beyond because eternal life starts the moment you accept Jesus. Yeah. Not when you pass on and, and make that transition, but it starts the moment you accept Jesus, eternal life has begun. And it's going to and it, and it, and it, and what you're going through now, this life can be so good that that even on the other side it gets even better but you can enjoy it right here now because isn't this what the, the the kingdom of god is right here you know mm-hmm. it's inside of all of us you know and then we we can inherit it man we can have we can there's such a good life and, and it's found in his word he says it right here he says it right here this he's, he's got a plan for you a good life and i like to amplify by by because it talks about how he's prepared the path ahead of time that we should walk in it, you know, yeah. enjoying a good life. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, man, it's, it's a good life. It's, I'm having a good life. I'm telling you, I'm having a good and life. You can have a good life and you can have a good life. Yeah. Can, <laughs> <laughs> because it is, it is, uh, like I said earlier, we look mm-hmm. at the same mountains. We look at the same circumstances. Yes. We look at the same chaos. Mm-hmm. We look at, but we look at it through the eyes of love. We look yes. at it through the eyes of God, the way mm-hmm. God is looking at the situation. And then there's something, faith rises up and says, you know, God, you're in control. Yeah. And you can fix whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, that's and, going and, on. And that's the thing, is like you were saying, because we have eyes of hope. You know, we, we our eyes of hope. <laughs> Thank you, Evelyn. You know, um, eyes of hope. That mm-hmm. you know, no matter it, it, this, this, all of this stuff can seem bleak, but it's yeah. not. It's not really that bad. I mean, it, it can be if you start talking. About, oh well, God, I don't know what I'm gonna do. You know, blah blah blah. You know, start scratching yeah. your head. Yeah, you know, well, honey, you circling the drain, okay? <laughs> but but you have to turn it around. <laughs> you got to turn it around. Yeah, turn around and and, and start speaking words of faith. Right, right. No, because great is he that is in you than he is in this world. You know, and and that's true. Yeah, you're more than a conqueror. You're more than a conqueror through him that loves you. 
And God loves, he, he loves each and every one of us so much. That and that's why we need yeah. that five minutes with God. You know what? That is a wonderful segue. Thank you. <laughs> you get your five minutes with God. I'm telling you. And we, and you know what? The thing about it is we do it every Monday morning at 6 a.m. Central Time. But you can get yourself a copy of it. You know, go to Amazon.com and get a copy. But if you want a signed copy, you go to my website, www.botvm.com. Because I have a few copies still left. And I'll sign it for you. But you get yourself a copy of it. I mean, everybody who's got it has been blessed by it. And, mm-hmm. it. and it's just, I start my day with it every day. And you can, too. And join us on Mondays. And then at 6 a.m. sometime on Facebook. And then on Wednesdays, we do our Bible study. And where we're just walking in the word, man. And I'm telling you, and God is, is showing up and he's showing out. And I'm enjoying it. You know, just bringing the word, teaching the word, doing the work. So God is good, Elder Boss. Because there's, there's nothing like having hope. Yeah. And there's nothing like um, having that, mm-hmm. having the word of God and believing yes. what the Bible says. So mm-hmm. get this book. Yes. B-O-T-V-M dot com. Yes. Order yours. He'll give you get you a signed copy. Yes. And uh, uh, joining for the Bible studies on Monday and on Wednesday. And follow him on all social media platforms. Yeah. Cool. I like that. You know, where's your cash app? You know, I need to go ahead and see. <laughs> Dollar sign. Cheryl Boggs Music. All right. Well, thank you, Elder Brett, for being on the Cheryl Boggs Show. Yeah. Hey, thank you, Cheryl. You have a great day today, all right? Thank you. On purpose. On purpose. All right. Well, I'm Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. You're listening to the Cheryl Boggs Show, Resting in His Word. Don't go anywhere because after the break, I'm going to be talking with Cheryl Thomas. She's an author. She's a minister. She's a, a social media strategist. I mean, she's doing a whole lot of stuff. And we're going to talk about her latest book. Yeah, you have to stay tuned. (laughs) But how to still believe. All right, don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Podcasters and internet radio hosts, it's time to take your show to the next level. Hi, my name is Sammy G, a 30-plus year radio broadcasting veteran, public speaker, and voiceover artist. And for the last 11 years, now the proud owner of Fishbowl Radio Network, the largest and most listened to streaming platform and radio station facility of its kind. Two years ago, I created a proprietary system to help podcasters and internet radio hosts learn how to program their show like the pros, build a constantly growing and loyal fan base, and monetize their show. I teach this system every six weeks via Zoom to individuals all over the world. The Behind the Mic Masterclass is six one-hour classes that will finally take your show to the next level. Call today, 817-633-4880, 817-633-4880, and reserve your seat for the next Behind the Mic Masterclass. We are so excited to announce that Anthony Jones Productions has a new TV series coming out called Blocked. Blocked is a suspenseful drama surrounding a young lady named April who is at war with herself and with a cold heart she shatters anyone who tries to mend any brokenness from her past. Life itself has dragged her to hell and back and she's going to make sure that God himself feels her wrath. Blocked is a nail biter as it confronts many societal issues like church culture, molestation, hypocrisy, judgmental friends, and the inner 
inner turmoil of finding your own identity. Matter of fact, we have Antrice Jones, who is the director, the producer, and the writer of this brand new series in the studio with us today. Hey, everybody, it's me, Antrice Jones. Connect with us, follow us on all social media platforms, Facebook, IG, LinkedIn, and Twitter. I look forward to connecting with you. Stay tuned for my new TV series, Blocks, coming soon to streaming services. Yes! If a natural disaster comes knocking, how prepared is your family? You can't just close the door on earthquakes, floods, or hurricanes and hope they go away. That's why it's important to make a plan now. Ready.gov slash plan has the tools and tips you need to prepare your family for an emergency. So if disaster shows up at your doorstep, you'll be ready. Visit ready.gov slash plan and make a plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Fishbowl Radio Network. FBRN.US. Jump in. This is Cheryl, and I'd like to tell you about my song, Tumble. I hear shackles rattling, foot stomps and hands are clapping. Jericho's walls are crashing, tumbling, tumbling. The story of Tumble is a story of victory on the horizon, but hasn't taken effect yet. The walls haven't quite come down, but you can see the cracking taking place. And the process is beginning. The battle is still raging, but victory is within your grasp. Tumble by Cheryl Boggs featuring The Outcry is available for download on all digital platforms. Download your copy today. If you're looking for an easy listening praise and worship CD with a fresh sound and anointing, then this is the CD for you. Peer Worship from My Heart to His by Cheryl Boggs. Peer Worship will inspire you and bring a level of peace and the presence of God to you wherever you are. For more information, you may visit my website at www.cherylboggs.com. Also available on iTunes and cdbaby.com. My Testimony is the latest CD by Cheryl Boggs, featuring the hit single, Some Trust. Powerful worship songs such as In Your Presence and Holy Spirit Breathe. And there's a throwback song, I Thank You. Download your copy of My Testimony by Cheryl Boggs today at CherylBoggs.com, iTunes, CD Baby, and all digital outlets. You'll find your testimony in My Testimony by Cheryl Boggs. Everybody, it's your girl Alexis Spite, and you are listening to Cheryl Boggs resting in his, in his words. Hey, everybody, I'm Heather Kyle Walker. You're listening to the Cheryl Boggs Show, resting in his word. Hi, this is Jay Jerome. This is Jay Jerome, and you're listening to Resting in His Word with Cheryl Boggs. Resting in His Word with Cheryl Boggs. Hi, this is Pastor Marvin Winans, and you're listening to The Cheryl Boggs Show. Enjoy!
What's up, everybody? It's Mr. Talkbox here, and you're listening to the Cheryl Box Show, resting in his word. Let's go. crazy in your life and in my life as well. But when you have faith in God, uh, remember I used to always um, talk about, I used to listen to uh, R.W. Shambach and he would come on and he would say, you don't have any trouble. All you need is faith in God. 
And I did not realize until many years later how that sentence really affected my life because I mean, he only had 15 minutes and I, and just the little testimony was I was in this little apartment, my first apartment, you could throw a rock from one end to the other. It was so small, but you know, I was there and I didn't have a TV, but I had somebody give me this little red, I think I was about 18, somebody gave me this little red uh, radio and it could only get one station. And R.W. Schambach would come on and he would just drill that in. You don't have any trouble. All you need is faith in God. What? I'm telling you. And that became, I guess, what is that? A mantra that became, you know, and uh, so that's why I let you know that everything is going to be all right. If you don't give up, keep the keep faith, keep the faith. And believe what God says about you and what God says about the situation more so than the situation. I'm Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. You're listening to The Cheryl Boggs Show, resting in his word, heard live every Monday, starting at 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern, right here on Fishbowl Radio Network and on Cheryl Boggs media page, Cheryl Boggs YouTube channel. Go and subscribe to that channel. Some good stuff on there. And, uh, yeah, and that song, as far as that song and I Thank You and Thumb Trust, all of that can be downloaded wherever you download your music. And have you gone to Cheryl, have you gone to uh, watch the video Get Up by Cheryl Boggs? If you haven't, log on to YouTube right now. (laughs) Okay, don't stop, you know, go to the next browser. (laughs) But... Uh, Get Up by Cheryl Boggs is the latest single. And I'm telling you, it is blessing so, so, so many people. And it's basically letting you know that God will see you through it, no matter what you're going through. And I know I say that all the time, but it is true. Living testimony right here. All right. Well, I have a special guest today. And I put this up because... um, I uh, didn't want to forget all of the things that, um, well, there's that, my testimony. I didn't want to forget all the things that Miss Cheryl Thomas does. So I'm going to bring her on. <laughs> Welcome, Cheryl, to the Cheryl Boggs Show. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> so she's a minister, speaker, author, and church media strategist. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It is a joy and a pleasure to be here with you. Why, thank you so much. And and um, before we just dive into all of this stuff, why don't you just share, t- tell us a little bit about Cheryl Thomas. Well, um, I'm just your everyday country girl, loving the Lord, loving his people, trying my best to make it in. <laughs> in all seriousness, um, I'm, I'm just a, a lover of God and a lover of his people. Yes, I am a minister. Yes, I am a best-selling author. Yes, I am a life coach, church media strategist, helping small churches 
get their heads around social media and live streaming. Um, but most of all, I am a child of God doing my best to fulfill the assignment he's given me in the earth. Awesome. And that's all any of us can do, you know. And I love the fact that you say you're a lover of people because yes. there's so many people that aren't. <laughs> and right. <laughs> what is that saying? It says, I can't uh, hear, I can't hear how much you, what is that one? I can't. The bottom line is that people are looking at not just what you say, but what you do, what you, do. you know, yes. and um, and people can tell if you're in this for the right reason and whether you're wanting to be helpful or whether you just, you know. Yeah, yeah. so true. <laughs> and, and if there's ever been a season or a time when people need to feel um, mm -hmm. the, the church, they, they need to feel the love. It is yeah. this season. It, um, we can't keep saying that we love them and our actions don't show up to prove it. So this is a perfect hour for the body of Christ to be the hands and the feet of Christ in the earth. Exactly. Exactly. And as we uh, learn, uh, as we learn more, we do more and we yes. help more. And um, it's, it's, it's just vitally important that we bring hope because this nation, this world, um, there is a feeling and a sense of hopelessness yes. because why would you just wake up and go shoot somebody? Why, you know what I'm saying? Why would yes. you just, um, and this is going to sound funny, but I'm not trying to be funny. Mm -hmm. Like the, the um, lady Evelyn talked about, the single woman that I guess went on a date and thought, you know, this could be Mr. Right. And I'm thinking, if you don't want me, you ain't got to kill me. Just move you on. Know? Just <laughs> move on. I mean, I was just like, dude, seriously, you ain't got to kill. You ain't have to kill her. No, you at know, all. Just move, move on. And, yeah. and, and that's why I was really, talking to Elder Brett, and I'm like, we need to pray for the mind and the mindset of people, yes, yes, of human beings. Yeah, so that's my that's my thing today, because that just wore me out. I was just like, oh. yeah. it's it's getting it's getting dark. It's getting really dark. In there. Yeah. And I think people are just only thing I can say is, is it's a small word, but it's a mm -hmm. true word just hopeless, just yes. figuring that this is all there is and it's not going to get any better. Right. And that's not, and that's not true. And you spend, you know, time on your IG, on your Instagram, on your Facebook, you know, letting people know, Hey, there's life after divorce. There's life after, you know, being single is not a curse. Right. Um, there's life after being a widow. You spend a lot of time uh, encouraging people. Why is that? Um, and, and here's the funny thing. I get people that inbox me or when they see me, they'll always tell me how my posts are so encouraging. But but Cheryl, here's the thing. All of those posts were for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, and I, I chuckle a lot when people tell me that, or sometimes I'll be able to say, well, actually that post was for me, but I'm glad it blessed you too. 
but I've been through some really dark seasons in my life as well, where I had to be, you know, like David, I had to encourage myself. There was nobody there that encouraged me. There was nobody there that actually knew where I was mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And the only person I had was God to go to say, hey, this is where I am right now. Knock, knock. I don't know if you see your daughter, but look down here. And so a lot of those posts were for me first. I feed me first. And then people are blessed from the overflow of what God has given me. And so when I am encouraging people, it's more so that I'm encouraging myself. And those are words for me for today. And then you just got blessed as God was blessing me. Because the scripture, the, of course, the Bible is is right when it says that we have to renew our minds. You know, we don't wake up every morning going, oh, it's so lovely day and everything is wonderful. No, there's a choice yes. that, that, that we and everyone has to make to say, you know, you can either go, oh, I hate my job or I hate my life blah, blah, blah. or you can wake up and say, you know what? This is the day that the Lord has made and I'm going to rejoice. And, and, and if I don't, and, and I'm going to apply for another job, if this is not the job of my dreams, and da, 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 da. if where I am right now is not where I want to be, then thank you, God, that you've given me uh, breath and another day so that I can fulfill the promise, fulfill the purpose. And that's how we have, we have to do that too. The encouragers have to encourage ourselves. Every day, every day. And <laughs> what, what I realized was that um, my biggest battle, um, I used to think it was other people's, their thoughts, their ideas and their opinions. But I realized the big, biggest battle that I've ever faced was me. Yeah. The thoughts that I had about myself of, of not being able or not being enough or not being mm -hmm. capable enough or not being smart enough that somebody always had more, but God had to, like you said, teach me and train me how to renew my mind and how to make sure that every thought that said less than his word said was a lie. And exactly. I had to start casting those thoughts down myself. And that came for me from speaking God's word over my life, not speaking um, positive affirmations. No, they were scriptural affirmation because I learned that I could do positive affirmations, but they wouldn't hold weight. And in a day or so I would feel bad again. But when I began to speak the word of God over my life, let the water of his word just wash out all of those feelings. Then I started to change the way that I actually saw myself, the way I thought about life. And so when I talk about, you know, speaking over your life, it is so important um, because as you think about yourself, the Bible tells us, that's who you're what you're going to believe and so you'll start to walk out what you hear yourself say so i had to train myself you know pull his tongue in pull those thoughts <laughs> in and make sure the thoughts that you speak about yourself are biblically based and, and your life will shift and you have to counteract those thoughts because those thoughts will come yes. the strongest person that you think in this world has to battle the same things the same, am I enough? The yeah. same insecurities. And I heard uh, Bishop Jake say um, in a message, he was like, most most of us you know, or people that are doing anything today, the enemy tried to stop us years ago yes. with insecurity, with, you know, not good enough and um, all of that. And I, I was like, you're right. He yeah. right. <laughs> it might not be good English, but he right. He was sure right. And, 
<laughs> and there is, there is, um, there is a, well, I'll say it like this. It's vitally important that we counteract every negative thought with the word of God, right. with what God says about you. And I tell, you know, I, I say it all the time. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. He makes all things beautiful and it's time. How can I do that? Because of the word, it's in the word. He will keep me in perfect peace if I keep my mind stayed on him. These are examples that we want you all to know that this is how you can keep from. Yes. Driving over a cliff, jumping out a window, shooting yourself in the head. Mm -hmm. Because there is hope. And my whole platform is not to, uh, you know, to, to, to sell... Uh, I don't know if that's the right word, uh, a false gospel or false hope. Right. But the Bible is true, Cheryl. It is yes. It is true. And we can, everything in there, that book that tells us that we're the head and not the tail, above Absolutely. only, not the knee, tells us that every day we have new mercies. I might messed up yesterday royally. But when I woke up this morning, I got new mercies. That's what we're talking about today. Yes. And and I'm going to segue into her book, but I just, you know, <laughs> the introduction. Because, <laughs> um, I, 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 you know, I, I love backstories. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I don't want anyone to try to teach or tell me anything that they, they ain't been through. No. Oh. <laughs> okay. You can't help me if you ain't been if you ain't been through nothing. If you if you were not at the point of of utter darkness mm -hmm. and trying to see your way out, and the only way you got out was, was you got in that word and found <laughs> out what God says. So yes. I believe that's what you were saying earlier. Yeah, I um the seasons and the cycles that um, the Lord has taken me through every season when God is getting ready to deepen my faith. You know, we're always asking God for more faith. And then we have like a season of trials. <laughs> uh, okay. That's, that's how that worked, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> and so through all of those seasons, um, not only has he taught me so much about him, the richness of his word and how so vitally important it is that I ingest and digest his work every single day, mm -hmm. but he's also taught me so much about myself, um, how I react to certain things, what my triggers are, um, how I respond in different situations. So the more I get to know myself, the more that I can more accurately discern the season that I'm in and what I need to get out and to get through it. And so um, I don't know. I was telling a, a friend, it seems like um, the last 12 years of my life, the Lord has been just sifting and shaking and <laughs> sifting and shaking. It's like, I ain't done yet, Jesus. <laughs> but it has um, given me more a more clearer picture of who he is to me. It's given me a more clear picture of his purpose for me. And it has given me compassion and empathy um, that I didn't think I had before. 
a lot of times when you grow up in the church and you're so used to doing the things that mm -hmm. Christians are supposed to do, you can sometimes not be as empathetic to people who weren't raised in the church. And so their behaviors may be different. So you don't have the compassion for them in their sin, in their error, in their shortcomings that you would normally have for something different. And so a lot of it was just showing me, but for grace, yeah. <laughs> but for grace, a lot of the situations that maybe 20 years ago, I might've turned my nose up against that. Um, you show like, Oh, you really want to do that? <laughs> Let me show you, you. And so it's been such a, an eye opener and such a breath of fresh air that I could view people through. Um, I'm beginning to, cause I'm not Jesus, but I'm beginning to be able to see more people more like Christ sees them instead of how I see them in my own carnality. Very well said. Very well said. So there, this becoming engaged did not just start. You started this years ago. Now we're going to lead up to uh, becoming engaged and finding the courage to believe. But there was books before this one. Yes. So just run it down so they, you know, in case I want to get them all. I'm just saying. <laughs> this is book number eight. Um, my first book was Becoming Engaged, Finding the Courage to Be Me. And it was a book about um, learning how to walk in my identity as a daughter of Christ not in my identity as a daughter of a man and a woman, not in my identity as who people thought I should, could be, not even my identity um, or the expectations that I had of myself, but learning to accept myself how God saw me. Um, that when he created me, I was beautiful and entire wanting nothing, that everything that I needed to traverse through this life, God had already gifted and given to me. And if I could just gain the courage to believe him, when he said it, that I could change my whole life and that I wouldn't always be dependent on other people's thoughts about me. I wouldn't be looking for other people's affirmation or their approval, that I would know that I was already approved by God. And if I was approved by God, I didn't need man's approval because during um, that time in my life, I was, you know, I was a people pleaser and I wanted everybody to be happy. And if I said or did something that made somebody not happy, then I was always trying to, you know, fix it or to change your perception of me. But God was bringing me to a place where there are going to be people that don't like you. And I need you to be okay with that. There are going to be people that talk about you, that misunderstand you. I need you to be okay with that. I need you to only look for my approval and for my affirmation. And if you have my stamp of approval, it does not matter what people think about you. Because he knew I needed that first stepping stone to walk out the purpose that he'd given me. I couldn't be so... Um, easily offended. I couldn't be so easily swayed by people's thoughts. He knew that I was going to have to stand under his word. Yeah. Nobody else's word, nobody else's thought that if I was going to be a sure foundation to deliver the message that he had given me to speak, that I was going to have to be able to hear and discern his voice and to say it when people didn't like it, say it when I was afraid to say it, but know it was coming from him. So that first book um, was just foundationally um, what I needed to stand on the word of God and to walk into the calling that he, you know, given me. Um, the second book that I released was called um, Unleash Your Brilliance, Finding um, the Beauty in Dark Places. And that's not exactly the title. I just butchered my own title of my own book. 
but it was talking about uh, finding the treasures hidden in dark places mm. and painful moments. And so every time that I would go through a dark place or a dark season in my life, I would be, you know, just mad at God. <laughs> Like, okay, how am I living right, Lord? I'm doing everything I know to live right. And you're going to let this happen to me or you're going to let me go through this season in my life. But um, through that book and through um, me writing that book, um, God was showing me that I've, I've, I've dropped diamonds and gold and emeralds in every trial that you'll ever face. And if you could get out of your self-pity, if you could get out of feeling bad for you, yourself, you'll see all the treasure that I have locked in that painful moment. That painful moment that you are regretting or that you are wishing didn't happen is going to give you the strength that you need for the next level that I'm taking you to. So it was um, my awakening not to fear or not to regret or not to um, be smirched moments that I didn't feel good in because God never promised me that every day of my life I would be happy and, you know, tiptoeing through the tulips. That was not um, his promise. He said, you know, you will have, if you live godly, you will suffer affliction. You will, you will go through seasons, but be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. And if I have, you can too. And so um, yeah. that was that book. Uh, let's see. Then I did Dear Future Husband. I'm a single woman. And I was praying for um, Boaz, Joseph, uh, whoever to come on through. <laughs> and so it was a book of prayers um, that the Lord um, had me pray over my um, future husband, not about him, um, but praying for his life, praying that God would um, be with him, that God would, would um, shore him up and that God would be his source and that he would see God as his source. So there were different, um, there were 31 prayers um, that I prayed in that book. And um, I was praying them actually personally for me. And then God told me to release it um, as a book. And I was like, uh, you sure, Jesus? These are my prayers. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to answer mine. Uh -huh. people. But, and here's the funny thing about that book. I've had more married women tell me about how that book has blessed their marriage. When they got that book, they were just supporting me and they bought the book, but they started praying the prayers and how God started turning their marriages around. And so, um, yes, it was um, from a single woman's heart praying for her future husband. But if you married and you're going through a season and you're asking God to turn that situation around, um, Mrs. Get the book. I promise um, that it will bless you. Um, trying to think of all of them. I have several devotionals. One is called Rewind, um, 31 Days of Putting God First. It's um, 31 prayers. I pray these prayers every January of every year. Um, they are daily prayers. Um, I post them on my YouTube channel every day, every, every new year, um, because I'm setting my heart to hear from God. And so if you're setting your heart mm -hmm. to hear from God, to be in a place of receptivity, um, not just that I'm giving you my prayers or these are things I need you to do. <laughs> But Lord, right. um, set my heart so I can actually listen, so that I can quiet myself long enough to hear what you would say in all these different facets and areas of my life. Um, then there's millionaire mindset, and then there's one power quotes and declarations. I'm always doing affirmations, spiritual affirmations, biblical affirmations <laughs> that I believe the body of Christ needs um, to um, to grab hold to. Especially, um, I had a friend; um, she she podcasts. And she was doing um, some daily affirmations. And when I saw the affirmations, I saw tarot cards. And I'm like, wait a minute. 
-hmm. You have to be careful. Every positive affirmation is not a godly affirmation. And the world is trying to give affirmations now. But as believers, we have to be careful. The things that we say, the things that we digest, the things that we allow into our space, into our hearts, into our minds, into our spirits. Um, yes. Because words are powerful, but God's word is more powerful than any word a man can speak. And so if you're trying to change your mindset, you're trying to change the trajectory of your life, you need to speak God's word, give God's word back to him, because that's the only thing he's promised to back up. Mm -hmm. She says she wants that book. <laughs> that, that's yeah. what it is, Janella. That's exactly, yeah. yeah. So, okay. Now, I wanted you all to hear the backstory because you really do need to get these books. But the one we're going to talk about today, is this number eight? This is number eight. Becoming engaged, finding the courage to believe. Yes. Let's talk about that. Finding the courage to believe what? Finding the courage to believe that the dream that God gave you is not dead. I don't care how long he gave it to you. I don't care if you think that you're too old now for this dream to come to pass. Um, and, and it came out of my own experience. I was like, well, Lord, you told me that like, you know, 12 years ago, I think I, maybe I heard wrong. Maybe I was sitting close to somebody you were saying it to, and I took it for mine. And so I became really, really discouraged because a lot of the things that God had spoken over my life through me, through prophecy, um, just through his word, I wasn't seeing them manifest. And so, um, and I didn't even realize this, Cheryl, I, I, didn't realize it till years later that um, I stopped believing God. Mm. I, I started just going through the motions. Um, I love him too much to leave him, but I was too hurt to keep um, believing and trusting for something that didn't seem like it was going to materialize. And so I'm speaking to anybody that may be in that situation right now. You believe God was going to do a certain thing in your life by a certain time in your life. And um, you've given up on it because you say, well, maybe I didn't hear right. Or, or maybe God changed his mind. I'm here to let you know that God did not change his mind. Every promise that he's spoken over your life, he is going to fulfill. You just need to um, align your faith with that promise again, because you'll need the faith for that promise for it to be manifested. And I didn't realize that I was hindering my own blessing through unbelief. Mm. Um, the Bible talks about, um, don't let any man think any man that doesn't believe, think that he will receive anything from the Lord. And I didn't realize that because of my unbelief, I was holding and blocking my blessing because I was so hurt and I was so wounded because it didn't happen on my timetable. It didn't happen when I thought it would. And God had to check me and say, who told you that I, I it was going to happen in five years? Who told you it was going to happen in three years? Who told you that? I made you the promise. I didn't give you a time schedule. You gave yourself a time schedule or you put me on the timeline. Every word I've spoken to you, it's going to come to pass. I just need you to trust and believe. And so when I started going back and researching the scriptures, researching um, Joseph, who had to wait 20 some odd years for the dream that he had to be manifested. And sometimes we want things so quickly, like, uh, you know, God, you gave me the dream yesterday, but can we have it today? <laughs> right, right. When we and don't that is have, so, go ahead, I'm sorry. That, that, that is so good because it happens to us all. 
yes. when things don't happen on the time that we think, you know, I mean, I, I've been there and I can't say I won't be there again, right. but it, it's like finding the courage. I love finding the courage to believe. Mm -hmm. And we, we sometimes, you know, I mean, I'm going to use that. I love him too much to leave him. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there are things where, you know, God has spoken over our lives and it hasn't come to pass yet. And I don't know about you, but sometimes it's easier to just say, okay, well, that's not going to happen. Like you said, <laughs> you was talking to the person beside me. Um, but there is, there is, if, if, if this is a desire, because the Bible says he gives us the desires of our heart. If God has placed something inside of you, a ministry, a book, a marriage, a baby, a house, all of those things, and you can't get away from it, mm -hmm. and you just have to stand flat-footed and continue to speak the word of God over that situation. Do you agree? Absolutely. And that's why it takes courage, because mm -hmm. it's easy to give up. It's easy oh, yeah. to stand back. It's easy to... and And... and that was the reason I did it because it was so easy to walk away, but it took courage to stand firm in the face of what seemed like it wouldn't happen. What seemed like, you know, I, I lied on God when I said, this is what he said. Um, it, it took so much courage to say, you know what, God, you know, no matter what it looks like, that's what faith is. No matter what it looks like, it doesn't look like this is going to happen, but I stand on the, the, uh, the veracity of your word that will never fail, that will never fade away. I stand on that when I can't stand on my hope. I stand on your word. And so I had to keep ministering the word of God to myself so that I wouldn't shrink back, so that I wouldn't lose hope, so that I wouldn't lose faith. And so as I begin to shore myself up on the word of God. The Bible says that faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And a lot of the times I didn't have faith is because I had slacked off on being in my word. And so God says a wordless life is a faithless life. You can't have faith if you aren't in your word. And so I had to come back to the discipline of being in my word instead mm -hmm. of, you know, being in my feelings, I had to be in my word. And the more I read about how God brought people out, like just in the nick of time, you know, right. so I like it's not, it may not be a sweatless victory. I may have to fight through it. I may have to war in my spirit through it, but I know that if I'm, if I refuse to be like the Israelites at the border of the promised land, if I refuse to murmur and complain, if I refuse to say, let's go back to Egypt, if I pick up my sword and say, let's fight, this is ours, <laughs> then I'll always win. i always win. <laughs> I'm letting you preach, girl. I'm letting you preach. I mean, because it, it is, it is, it is just so true. I mean, everything you're saying is, is just, it's true. And if we, in if, if people, if you live any amount of time on this earth, Yes, you are going to face the dark times. You're going to face, you know, the 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 seasons. You're going to face disappointments. You're going to face uh, tragedies and 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 
And that's why it's so important to stay in the word of God. It's so important to have that one-on-one. I say it all the time. It is critical to have that one-on-one relationship with, with the Lord where when nobody else is around, right? you know that you've got that connection. You know that you can talk to the Lord and not only talk to him, but he will talk back. Yes. You know, and so when I'm looking at this courage to believe, um, I know you are educated. Uh, so define the word believe. It's to have an unswerving trust and faith that the person that made a promise is capable of fulfilling it. And so when I say I have faith in God, I know of a surety, um, like the Hebrew boys, that he is able. That nothing that I ever ask him is he incapable of doing. And so that any situation that I go through in my life, I know that he can. I have a, an assurance in the love that God has for me, that if he would not withhold his son, he will not withhold any good thing from me. So even when I don't see it, or even when God doesn't give me what I want, I know that it wasn't good for me. And it was if it wasn't good for me, then I don't want it. Then I don't have to spend years um, crying over something that I shouldn't have had. And so when I tell you the, the courage to believe, I am by no means saying that this is a blab it and grab it God and that you can ask whatever you want and he's going to give it to you. I, I'm telling you that when you trust and believe that what is good for you, what is right for you, what God has for you, that he will unequivocally give it to you. You can know with an assurity that it will happen and that if he has spoken a word over your life, he is not a man that he should lie. He is going to fulfill when I tell you he is going to fulfill every promise that he has made to you. And so I believe in God. I don't believe in what people say about God because I have an experience with him. That's where he has proven himself to be Mm -hmm. true. And so I don't need you to tell me that he's God. I don't need you to affirm that he is trustworthy. I know for myself that he is. And I can look back over my life time and time again, where God has gotten me through some rough stuff. (laughs) He has gotten me through some valleys that I didn't know if I would make it through. And because he did that, I know this little thing that I may be facing right now, he's not going to drop me. (laughs) He's not going to let me fall by the wayside. So I can trust that he has my best interest in mind. Even when I don't receive the request that I ask, I know that God is looking out for me. I know God has my back. And I know that if it's not for me, he will stop it. And I need him to block it, even if I think I want it. (laughs) I trust him to not let me have it because I don't want anything that's going to deter or detract me from who God has called me to be. And those things that will be good for me, those things, that provision I need for the vision, uh, the people I need to undergird in the vision. I know he's going to bring it. I'm, you know, I have to wait. Preach, <laughs> girl. Preach. <laughs> but I know he will. <laughs> and that, and that today is your encouraging word for today. <laughs> so 
Didn't mean this, to throw on. Praise the Lord. <laughs> this becoming engaged, finding the courage to believe. It's a devotional? Yes. It's okay. a 52-week devotional. Um, and it's made up of four parts. There's a devotion. There is an affirmation. Um, and there is a prayer. And they all undergird um, the devotional that helps you walk through um, resurrecting your faith. It helps you walk through regaining trust and faith in God. And then there is a reflection that asks you to do something. The Bible says faith without works is dead. And so I cre crafted the devotional to have to make you do something so that okay. you're not always making affirmations. You're not always saying prayers, but you're picking up that faith and you're doing what is necessary to walk out what you say you believe God told you to do, whether it was starting a business, whether it was writing a book, whether it was starting a new career, whether it was investing, whatever that thing is that you believe God called you to do, I'm going to hold you accountable. So this devotional is your accountability that no, I'm going to stop just saying that God's going to bless. I'm going to do what it was, you know, what needs to be tandem with that. If I say that I believe that God is going to bless me in my business, I need to be looking for things um, to uh, undergird that business. Like I need to be looking like, how can I go? I need to be getting some mentorship. I need, I need to be showing some signs that I believe the word that he said. And so I'm going to make you do something. In preach girl, preach it, preach it. We're going to back up all that faith with some works. <laughs> because the Bible says faith without works is dead. Yes, it's dead. It's dead. That is so good. That and is let me so just good. say this, Cheryl. And okay. it took me too long, <laughs> so long, um, to stop just praying and speaking when I could be doing too. Mm. That is why I am so so strong on the reflections because if you're gonna buy this this um devotional, I need you to do what it says because if you don't do the actions, then you'll be back here 2024 in the same position that wow. you were in. Every time God gave a, a man or a woman a promise in the Bible, he told them to do something. You know, when the, when the man, um, who was it? Um, the, 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 wasn't the centurion when, when the, the young girl came and she said her master, um, was suffering with leprosy. He said, go wash. Right. He right. They be healed. He said, go wash. Yes. And so healing was was um, contingent on him doing something. A lot of times we want to speak, but we don't want to do. And so we find ourselves and that's where I found myself transparency, just going through these cycles of believing God, not doing nothing, believing God, not doing right. nothing. He said, no, right. if, if you say you believe me, do you really believe me? Then do it. Exactly. <laughs> Put some action behind it. I love I love this affirmation that you have um, in this journal. It was a, we're gonna call it a journal. We're gonna call yes. it a book. We're just gonna call it. It's a journal. It says, I believe that the only box that exists is the one I create in my mind. That that ends today. I will stop placing limits on myself. I will choose to soar. That's yeah. good. So a lot of times we. We, we base where we want to be in life um, on the people that we see. Mm -hmm. um, and so we, we limit ourselves because what God wants 
um, your show to be bigger than Barbara Walters ever was? What if God wants you to be worldwide and, and you're saying, well, Lord, if you could just do for my show or do for my ministry or do for my business, how you do for so-and-so, what if God wants to supersede that? And so, right. Lord, help me get out of my own box. Help me get out of my own mind. Help me stop putting limits on what you will do in and through me. Do something new in me. Do something that nobody has ever seen before. Let me be the pioneer of that something new and so that I can stop duplicating things I've already seen. Hmm. Do y'all need somebody to come and preach at your <laughs> church? Um, Cheryl, tell them how they can get in touch with you because you is straight up preaching and Janella said you need to get off. <laughs> so, how can they get in touch with you and, and invite you to their church and purchase the book? Uh, you can reach me. My website is CherylThomas.co, not com, dot co. Um, you can reach out to me there. Um, you can reach out to me via email at CherylThomasSpeaks at gmail.com. And you can purchase any of my books on my website, CherylThomas.co forward slash store. On social media, I am everywhere on at CherylThomasSpeaks. That's Cheryl Thomas speaks. <laughs> S P E A K S. There you go. <laughs> that is. I mean, yeah, we need to. Yeah, Janella, send her offering. What's your cash at? <laughs> it is also Cheryl Thomas speaks. <laughs> Cheryl Thomas dollar sign. Cheryl Thomas speaks. So this has been so good, and I don't know. Uh, if you realize the growth and I mean, it's just flowing. I mean, you were always very articulate, but now, you, you know, you've been through some stuff and you can tell that, that uh, yeah, uh, that God is really, really moving. And, and I don't know if you say unfortunately or fortunately, when we go through those times and those experiences with God, it brings this level of faith and this level I mean, um, of assured, assured, mm -hmm. is that a word? Assurance, I'll say it, assurance, that, that no matter what, God's gonna bring, bring you through. And so with the time that we have, I think we have just a, Girl, I, I took all your your whole um, after you know evening, but <laughs> so um, we got about two or three minutes. Um, just say a prayer, just you know, or an affirmation or whatever God you know gives you uh, to speak over the people right now. Okay, um, let me say this um, before we pray. Um, what I want you to know that there is no season in your life that has gone unnoticed by God. Um, I know you may feel like God has forgotten you, that you are all alone and that he doesn't see your struggle. He doesn't see your hurt. He doesn't see your pain. You may feel forgotten. You may feel left behind, but I am here to assure you that God has not forgotten you. And that every word that he spoke over your life will come to pass. I don't care what the enemy says. I don't care who is chiding you in the background saying that it will never happen. Let this be a sign to you today. 
that God is going to fulfill every promise spoken over your life. And you will be a sign to people that God is true. He's going to make your life be an epistle read of men about what he can do in and through you. And so I just want to um, pray quickly over you that the God of the universe, that he would come in that secret place, that place that you have been warring in, that place where the devil is trying to, to put in some unbelief. We decree and declare that that place is settled right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I thank you for every woman, every man, every boy, every child under the sound of my voice that is listening live or that will listen at the replay, that you will birth faith anew in them, that you will revive, resurrect, and restore their faith to believe every Every promise that you've spoken over them, that they would be the head and not the tail, that they would be above only and not beneath, that they would be the lender and not the borrower, that you would make their latter years just supersede anything that they could ever ask, think, or imagine. And we decree and we declare it done. And we look forward to hearing the testimonies of what you have done in the lives of your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. Give us the, the, the website where they can get in touch with you again. Cheryl Thomas co. That's C H E R Y L T H O M A S dot C O. Woo. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for having me. Cheryl. I always enjoy being with you. I, I pray that God blesses um, supernaturally, um, all of your efforts, your music. I, I watched your video the other day, everything that you put your hands to do. I'm just praying that the breath of God would blow on it and blow your mind. Amen. I received that. I received that. Well, thank you so much. Thank and you. you have a great rest of your evening and yeah, let's do this again. <laughs> let's do it. Okay. God bless, God bless you. I'm Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. You're listening to The Cheryl Boggs Show, resting in his word heard here live every Monday, starting at 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern, right here on Fishbowl Radio Network. I pray that you will join me again next week. I, why would you not? All right, go to Get Up by Cheryl Boggs. Watch the video. It will bless you. All right, well, I will... Talk to you and see you next week. Same time, same station. God bless. You've been listening to Resting in His Word with Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. Please send all prayer requests, questions, or comments to rihw at cherylboggs.com. Resting in His Word is a listener-supported program. To find out how you can support the program, you may visit my website at C-H-E-R-Y-L-B-O-G-G-S dot com or call 972-239-0406 for more information. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, please read Romans 10, 9-13 and pray to receive Jesus in your heart today. You'll be glad you did. And remember, he that dwells in the secret place will always be found resting in his word. Hey, this is Loretta Dennis, co-hostess of Glory Rising, broadcasting live each 